Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Yes, this is it, people. Dracula, AD 1972. And let me just say this is the final video review of my Dracula franchise with Christopher Lee and them. Um, let me just say it's not in chronicle order. So the, la- the last one is actually Satanic Rites. And th- that, that's the one that came after this one. But anyway, again, the f- first three I just talked about came out of the four pack. So yeah, get the four pack and also get the rest of the Dracula Christopher Lee. As you can see in my past video blog, um, I just did a playlist for Christopher Lee Dracula for anyone who's curious. How many Dracula movies he really did? Um, mine is the comedy one, which is like the son of Dracula, but um, I prefer the serious stuff. Um, Dracula AD nineteen seventy two. Um, I like the, I like the um, prelogue to this one. It, this one does not have the prelogue like what happened after to Christopher Lee's Dracula after Scars of Dracula, but this one they gave it like a new different arc prelogue story to it. When um the final battle between Peter Cushing's character Van Helsing versus Dracula in the in the past of the eighteenth century and eighteen seventy two fighting it out in a carriage ride, um Van Helsing killed Dracula while Dracula got stuck in the wheel. He got stabbed pretty much. And right behind the fight between Dracula and Van Helsing in eighteen seventy two is one of Dracula's disciples, right? So what the disciple did when he saw the death of Van Helsing and the death of Dracula, he took like the ashes of Dracula and Pouring into this around the cemetery gates, and then in 1972, we got a cast of characters, a group of young people, young friends hanging out, having a good time, and they want to do something exciting, right? So they want to practice. So this uh, one of the leader, leader of the friends pack says, "You know, I want to practice black magic." And when they first practice black magic, magic, um, the the guy who started it, he pretty much used his friends as an excuse to bring Dracula back to life. And then when Dracula came came back to life, he started taking victims, and he used the leader of the group of friends, named I think his name is Johnny Alucard, and Johnny Alucard thought he summoned his master, but it was Dracula's will that gave him the power to summon him, and pretty much Johnny Alucard is a slave pretty much, and um, Johnny Alucard also helped him get um, Van Helsing's granddaughter, you know, with Van Helsing now is is the is another generation of Van Helsing that looked like him. Played by Peter Cushion, of course, but uh, Dracula wants to get Van Helsing's granddaughter because he wants revenge by tainting the Van Helsing's name by marrying her. So you know, it's pretty much you know he made Johnny Alcorn into a full vampire. You know, he started taking advantage of his friends, like buying them and, and you know murdering some lady from the washing machine. They didn't show you that scene when he was talking. You also got a police investigation about the death of the of the friends of, of the circle and. About the circle and what's really going on. They went to Peter Cushing's character and he told him it's really vampirism. The police officers, they don't want to believe it. It's like, are you serious? 
but Peter Cushing took matters in his own hands to battle Dracula, and um, when Peter Cushing found out his daughter had been kidnapped, she had he went to fight Dracula 101 and um, fight anyone snatching Peter Cushing's characters away, Van Helsing's away from saving his daughter. And the daughter got kidnapped by Dracula's lackey pretty much, and Dracula's ready to make, try to make her like his bride, like he said. And then you get a nice battle fight between Van Helsing versus Dracula in the church. And I love how he kills Dracula, you know, just through the classic holy water. You know, kill your vampire with the holy water, he fell into the ground. Just, he got staked. Van Helsing took a shovel and pushed it all the way down his back so the stick could go all the way through. And Van Helsing's daughter came out of the trance, she was free. And I like how the movie ended when they say, finally rest in peace. So I guess they was planning on making this the final Dracula movie, but later on, we have Satanic Rites of Dracula, so I guess they want to make that to the final Dracula movie in the Christopher Lee line as Dracula. So, which I thought which I thought it was good, by the way. But anyway, Dracula 80, 1972, very enjoyable movie. Um, I saw this movie so many times. I think this was probably actually the first Christopher Lee Dracula movie I actually saw. Because I remember back in the late night or late afternoon, they played this all the time. So, I was practically used to watching this movie. Um... Let me just say, let me give my final thoughts and run down what I think about the whole Christopher Lee Dracula movie. Um, they're all fantastic. I like all of them. Um, I like how they continue in parts. You know, like how it ended one after another and how it followed up along. Um, there's some fans out there that want to like Peter Cushing like in every Dracula movie in the Hammerline of Christopher Lee. But I'm glad they went with different actors because it's good to have, it's good to mix it up. And I feel like the writing was good too. Even for Prince of Darkness was great. And you know, I actually enjoyed the Prince of Darkness one too, even though Christopher Lee didn't say no lines in it. And there's a history behind that one, behind that movie. We see the documentary on the Hammer DVD collection. Um, let me just say, Hollywood cannot remake none of these movies. I mean, have you, to me, I think Christopher Lee's Dracula Hammer movies are the best because, like I said, they follow a pattern. They all they all connected. They have a story to them, and I like that. And like, if Hollywood Hollywood tried to do a Dracula franchise, like the Dracula from 2000 with Dra Gerard Butler, excuse me, and then you have Dracula two, um, 2 and 3 with Lucknow Howe, is a continuation of a West Craven's Dracula. But to me, they were enjoyable, it just didn't work, you know, they had the same passion as these type of Dracula movies. And if Hollywood's gonna do a good Dracula franchise movie, that follows a story after a story, I hope they go back in time and check these Hammer Horror Dracula movies with Christopher Lee and them, and maybe do their homework and hopefully they could do a good Dracula franchise one day in the year 2000 era, you know, because I think Dracula deserves a, deserves a franchise even more, just like Freddy, just like Jason, just like Michael Myers, just like Pinhead, just like Tallman, just like Chucky, just like Leprechaun and Wishmaster, and Critters, and, and Night of the Demons, because Dracula, let's be real, he is the first, the very first true, true hardcore horror icon. Let's be, let's be real, you know, and um, and that's my opinion. Peace, guys. See you later, and I hope you enjoy. I hope you go buy the, these all these DVD sets.